Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is episode number 35 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast, How to Diffuse Your Anger. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I inspire people to get after their goals and dreams each and every day. I write blog articles, but if you don't have time to read the blog or you don't like reading, then I record them for you right here on the podcast. Now, a couple of things before we get into episode number 35. Uh, If you haven't already downloaded a free copy of the Self-Discipline Manual, please do so. There's a link in the description, and I help you go from being a goal setter to a goal achiever. So go on over to my website, click on Self-Discipline Manual, or click the link in the description, and you'll get a free ebook in your inbox. The second thing is, this is going to be a two-parter. This is a really big topic. And essentially in this episode, I'm going to be talking about diffusing anger. In the next episode on anger, I'm going to talk about how to use anger. So this came from, this is a request that was sent to me on Instagram. And feel free to do so. Chris.Teich on Instagram. DM me with any topics that you would like for me to address or discuss. It's also the same name on Twitter, Chris.Teich. This came from a very good friend of mine, and I'm eager to get into this one. So let's get into episode number 35, How to Diffuse Your Anger. Anger, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating emotion. It truly is fascinating. One that, if left unchecked, can morph into rage and damage not only those around you, but your own life and your well-being as well. Anger's gotten a bad reputation over the years. However, it has its benefits. When viewed and used in the proper ways, anger can inspire us, believe it or not, to do more and endure more, as long as you are in control of it. This episode, as I said before, is going to be about anger and how to diffuse it. The next one will be about how to use it. Before we can use it, we got to learn to diffuse it. So let's dive in. Anger in and of itself is an emotional response to situations. It's natural and it happens. If you feel angry about things, maybe even often, let's start with the fact that it's okay. We are human beings. We are constantly evolving, learning, growing, and discovering more about ourselves. And it's okay. We are a work in progress. Now, what's interesting, especially about anger, we are told by so many people in our lives not to feel angry, not to be so upset or not to be this or that, etc. But simply telling someone how to not be diminishes their ability to cope with however they're feeling. So I want you guys and girls to understand something. How you feel is how you feel, and that's okay. So be easy on yourself. Let go of putting pressure on yourself that you should be feeling a certain way or should not be feeling a certain way. Be easy about this. If you have a tendency to feel negative emotion often and frequently, that's okay. Breathe. Don't bash yourself. Embrace that you go here often 
and this is an emotional comfort zone of yours. Then, when you calm down, we must remember that comfort zones are danger zones and they ultimately inhibit our growth. So, excuse me, so our job is to recognize that going to our particular go-to emotional states like frustration, despair, fear, or anger keeps us from progressing forward and becoming the best version of ourselves. Now, in order to move forward, we must reframe our emotional states by giving them a new meaning. Emotional guidance. We aren't the victim of these negative emotions. Rather, these emotions communicate with us and give us guidance. You see, humans are built with many systems. We have a circulatory system for pumping blood, respiratory system for breathing, nervous system for controlling the body, reproductive system for procreation, and a digestive system for breaking food into energy, etc., etc. Well, our emotions are our guidance system. It's another system. They guide us and they tell us that whatever thoughts we are thinking, good or bad, are affecting us. And they, are, they either are or aren't in alignment with our well-being. So let me say that once more. Our emotions are a guidance system. They guide us and tell us that whatever thoughts we are thinking, good or bad, are affecting us. And they either are or aren't in alignment with our well-being. When we feel sad, frustrated, depressed, disempowered, fearful, or angry, these emotions let us know that whatever we are currently thinking is not conducive to a positive state. That's it. That's all. Emotions are indicators. They are clarification for you to shift your thinking and change your thoughts. If you're feeling a certain way for an extended period of time, It's because your thought patterns have been located around a particular topic, whether it's good or bad. If you feel good, keep thinking about that thing. If you feel bad, think again, literally. Sometimes it's that simple. But what about when it isn't? Because the body and our habitual thinking patterns can be stubborn and extremely resistant to change. Let's talk about chemicals. When you think a thought repeatedly, it builds neurological pathways in your brain. After you think a thought, chemicals are released from the brain to create the emotion. And once the emotion and thoughts are married together, that creates a feeling, or in this case, a particular state. We also have to remember that the body can adapt very quickly. So, When you are operating from a certain state, let's say anger, the body adapts to those chemicals released from the brain and then relies on those chemicals to continue operating and existing. Even when you try to feel better or try to make a change or try and be different, the body literally sends a signal up to the brain through your spine saying, hey, where's that anger chemical? I need it to survive. This is how a strong emotional response like feeling anger can literally reshape the individual. The strong emotion is felt, anger, and chemicals are released. There's an emotional response that lasts maybe a few hours. It is then (laughs) that 
we tend to think about it more and we talk about it more and long enough for it to create a mood and that can last for days. Now at this point, the body has been living and surviving off of these associated chemicals, which it has now become somewhat addicted to and it sends a signal directly up your spine to your brain, literally reminding it and reminding you of the things that make you angry. So it can get more of those chemicals. And this pattern can happen for weeks and months and sometimes years, and that eventually turns into a personality, a personality trait. It's a chemical loop. It's a tug of war between the body and the brain and our conscious minds. Now, if you desire to understand all of this more, I highly suggest that you read uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, because it goes very in-depth on what I just described, chemicals from the brain and how it affects the body and how the body winds up needing the chemicals, those particular chemicals from the brain in order to survive and exist. I will put a link for the book in the description and in the show notes. So now that you know that when you tend to be very angry for long periods of time, it's a chemical loop. So if you're aware that you're caught in this chemical loop, what do we do? It's time to whip out the big guns. K plus G equals freedom. So how do we stop the body from craving these negative chemicals? We must recondition our vessel, our bodies, to crave new chemicals, positive chemicals. So remember this formula, burn it into your brain. K plus G equals free. So let's start with the K. The K stands for kindness. You must be kind to yourself and then go and intentionally give kindness to others, to other people in any way that you can. Giving and serving others, especially those less fortunate than you, is the fastest way to get out of any type of suffering, suffering or any type of negative emotion. It can be the smallest acts of kindness like holding a door open for someone or bigger acts like feeding the homeless. But exercising kindness on yourself and others will change your state from anger to peace. Now let's go into the G. The G stands for gratitude. If emotions are guidance, then they indicate our current state. They show us that we aren't living our best feeling states and we aren't the best version of ourselves in that moment in time. We must remember that what we resist persists. So instead of fighting the anger or resisting it and bashing ourselves and then feeling bad that we're always feeling angry, we can't get out of feeling angry, breathe and embrace it. Embrace how you feel. You say to yourself, okay, I'm angry. This sucks. You have to acknowledge it. You see, anger is like a toddler in a car. You don't want it to drive, and you don't want to pretend it isn't there by throwing it in the trunk. It won't go well in either scenario. <laughs> but yet, that's what we do. We let the anger take control of our lives, driving us to certain catastrophes, or we pretend like it isn't there. When you acknowledge that you're angry, that's owning it. And then take it further by giving it an emotional hug like a toddler 
and you hug it, you embrace it, and you say thank you. Now, you may say to me, wait, Chris, what? Why would I thank my anger? Because, people, it's feedback. That emotion is pure clarification that you have not been thinking joyful thoughts. It's letting you know it's time to shift your inner dialogue. Now, knowing this, when you say thank you to it, and knowing that that is the first step, or sorry, the second step, the first step is kindness, the second one is gratitude, that can diffuse it. So it's time to take the gratitude even further. Amp up the gratitude. We need to saturate your mind and your body with gratitude. Every day, yes, but it's more important to be able to do it when you're in a state of anger because gratitude will soothe the intensity of that anger. You must cultivate the habit of recalling all the things in your life that you are grateful for so that when you are angry, you can tap into this skill. When we are angry, we dwell and have a tendency to only focus on what went wrong and what is wrong. In that state, though, we're unintentionally taking life for granted and all of the things that we currently do have that are spectacular. So I have an exercise for all of you. I want you to make this a habit each day for 30 days if you suffer from this, okay? And even if you don't, why not? It's going to make you feel good. Make a habit of this each day for 30 days, morning and nighttime. I want you to write out 10 things you're grateful for and why you're grateful for them. So I'll give you an example. I am so happy and grateful for the fact that I have eyes that allow me to read this blog. There are people out there who are blind. Imagine if I woke up and then I couldn't see. God, I'm beyond grateful for my eyesight. Thank you. Or let's do it for the podcast. I am so happy and grateful for the fact that I have ears that can allow me to listen to this podcast. There are people out there who are deaf. Like, what if I suddenly lost my hearing? What if I couldn't hear anymore? God, wow. Beyond grateful for the fact that I can hear. Thank you. I want you to write it. Write it down and then feel it. The feeling is the key. It's being able to milk the feeling of gratitude so intensely that you then flood your body with new positive chemicals. Doing this exercise daily will start to rewire your brain and saturate your body, making it addicted to feeling good and finding the blessings in your life. Now, I want you to know something. It is physiologically impossible for the body to feel gratitude and anger at the same time. It's been proven by science. So by choosing to consciously focus on gratitude, you change your state and then you begin to create new neurological pathways that advocate the feelings of gratitude and can make it stronger over time. And don't tell me that you have nothing to be grateful for. I'll smack you with kindness, of course. (laughs) So that's the formula. Kindness plus gratitude equals freedom. Freedom from the negative patterns that have held you back for so long. Now, in the beginning, there will be resistance from you. It's going to feel off or different because you've been operating for however many days, weeks, months, and potentially years this way. So stick with it for 30 days, all in. Showing kindness to yourself and others 
And then going around, finding all the things that you can be grateful for. Now, let's talk about the RAS. Remember earlier how I said that we have systems for everything? Well, I would love to introduce you to another system that you may or may not know about. It's called the Reticular Activating System, or the RAS. It basically sits at the top of your spine and the base of your brain. And it is the gatekeeper of information for the conscious mind. Now, how does it work? Well, I'll show you. Let's say that you and I were talking about a particular car, a Camaro, okay? We speak about it, and I tell you all about the features of the car, the designs, its origin, what the meaning of the name is, and then I show you a particular, uh, you know, I show you pictures, a bunch of pictures of what it looks like. You think about it during our conversation, and then you go about your life. And as you're moving through the world, now all of a sudden you see Camaros everywhere you go. They're all over. You're seeing red ones, blue ones, yellow ones, brand new ones, and old ones literally everywhere. Well, what happened? But you turned on your RAS, your reticular activating system. Now, we didn't create Camaros by talking about it. It's not like all of a sudden life was like, oh, let's spit out more Camaros. No, they were always there. They have always been there. And you've tuned into that and you got in alignment with it. But by flipping the switch of your reticular activating system, you now see them absolutely everywhere. And it is the same thing with anger, and it is the same thing with gratitude. If you've been living in a state of anger, you flipped the switch a long time ago of your RAS. So it's always going to find and see those things that constantly make you angry. So by choosing to exercise and cultivate gratitude, you will flip the switch of your amazing reticular activating system to find the things to be grateful grateful for everywhere you go. You're going to see blessings left, right, and center. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And here's the beautiful part. You aren't creating it. It has always been there. And you just get tuned into it by getting in alignment with it. Does that make sense? It's being able to switch the flip in your brain to be able to see the blessings as opposed to seeing the curses in life. So here are my final thoughts. Anything you've been living, you can change. Your emotions are your guidance system, letting you know that you're on the right track to well-being or not. You will encounter resistance, and that is okay. Be easy about this stuff, and be easy on yourself. Life is always moving and life is always evolving and we are a work in progress. You're not going to be perfect in five minutes. You're not going to be perfect tomorrow. Guess what? You're not going to be perfect ever. But you can continue to polish. You can continue to grow. You can continue to improve. So if you desire to change your moods or your state, flood your body with different chemicals, good feeling ones. Remember the formula. Kindness plus gratitude equals freedom from negativity. Flip that switch of your RAS to see all the blessings that are all around you. You cultivate these skills, and then you can break the habit of your negative cycles. I hope this episode has brought you some value. Please do me a favor and share the content with those that you feel could benefit from it. 
I'm trying to help as many people as I can while I can. Once again, check out the links in the descriptions. Get the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. It is brilliant. Get my book, which is free, <laughs> The Self-Discipline Manual, and I help you go from being a goal setter to a goal achiever. Send me any DMs or requests or topics you would like for me to address on Instagram or Twitter, Chris.Teich. Um, so my friends, I want you to breathe, be kind to yourself and others, count your blessings with gratitude and then watch them increase. And as always, keep hustling for happiness. Peace.